Hog Nation. Welcome to Hunker Down. I'm your host, Jeremy, the Impact York from Impact Media. This is our weekly drive right through Dog Nation down in Georgiaville, otherwise known as Athens, GA. Before I forget, because I am so prone to do, if you would like to leave us a question, comment, suggestion, anything about the show, just say hello or yeah, just say hello. You can do so by emailing the show, 3endzone at gmail.com. That is the number 3, E-N-D-Z-O-N-E, at gmail.com. I do respond and read each and every message, as a lot of you have found out. Also, if you would like to, anywhere you find a podcast, that would be Podcast One, Spotify, iTunes Store, anywhere you find a podcast. And if there's somewhere you find a podcast that we are not, please let us know. And I will remedy that ASAP. Also, if you are on Facebook, you can search for Hunker Down. Impact Media, Jeremy York, any of the related sorts. If not, send us a message. We will fix that as well. And make sure that you can find us. And on Twitter, if you would like to follow just the show notes, just the show links, at Team Impact Media is where you can find that. That is where all of our shows are. As we are preparing a pretty fun website coming up pretty soon. If you would like to follow my random banterings as well as the show links and notes, you can do that at the Impact 99 on Twitter, Triller, TikTok, and Instagram. Now that we got that out of the way, because a lot of times I forget and I apologize. Let's talk some UGA football. Now, I know what all you guys initially said and what we're all thinking. Oh, they faced Kent State last week. What can they possibly do? It's Kent State, right? Kent State. Okay. This game ended up being a lot closer than we expected. Final result was 39-22. to That's only 17 points. That's barely over two scores. So, how did we get there? Well, in the first, we had the uh, second play was the tight end sweep touchdown. Yep, did a tight end sweep. How many times have you seen that? Uh, Brock Bowers, of course, it was uh, his coming out party today. Seven to nothing early. Kent State had the muffed punt. Uh, or Kent State punted. It was muffed by Lad McConkey, and Kent State recovers. They end up with the field goal, first score versus UGA in uh, in the first quarter all year long. Seven three is your score there. You had the interception by Kent State that ultimately led to a punt. that uh, didn't go well and ended up being a safety for UGA. It is 9-3 at that point. Um, Stetson Bennett decided to run a little more, and uh, he was also throwing behind his receivers. He seemed to be a little off uh, for parts of the day, just like he was trying too hard is what it kind of uh, looked like to me. But they end up with the field goal. At the, at the end of one, it is 12-3 UGA. It, it just looked like he was trying to show off not show off. He was trying to show out a little more 
than um, than normal because he's he's not normally like that. But that moved us to the second. What happened to the second? Well, Kent State punts and it is partially blocked by UGA. They get good field position there. Lad McConkey, who was also not having the world's best day, he had a fumble that Kent State recovered. They got the touchdown a play later. Uh, 56 yards, that made it 12 to 10. They said this was getting a little close. Uh, Lab's just having an off day, it seemed like. Um, and Milton was not, which was what makes this team so much better, is that when one guy's having one, one kind of day, uh, then somebody else is there to pick him up on the other side. Milton was having himself a pretty good day, besides Brock Bowers. Bowers got his second rush touchdown shortly thereafter, making it 19 to 10. Kent State adds a field goal and it's 19 to 13. Stetson Bennett rushed a touchdown late to make it 26 to 13 at the half. Extended the lead a little bit. Going to the third, Kent State is still finding running room and passing lanes, especially up the middle of the field. It was um, a little weird, a little odd. But um, UGA is at, adds a field goal a little later on in the third, making it 29-16. to 16. Kent State was starting to spy on Stetson. That's where you leave somebody in the middle of the field to kind of watch his movement, see if you can either head off any rush he's going to have or if, you're, uh, if you can kind of figure out where his passes are going to go and uh, maybe try to jump some of the routes. UGA adds another field goal, making it 32-16. to 16. Kent State defense, man, they were they were making some plays when they needed to make plays. Uh, the UGA defense started to heat up late in the third, though, and that was the ultimate undoing of Kent State in the fourth. Uh, they grind out a touchdown drive, making it 32-22, to and as we said earlier, that was as close as they were going to get because uh, McIntosh got a little dinged up. Haven't heard much on him. I think he may be okay. We will uh, look more into that, obviously. Uh, UGA did get a rush touchdown six minutes with six minutes left to go, making it 39 to 22. Then UGA, the Georgia Bulldogs, got their interception uh, shortly thereafter that when the Kent State quarterback uh, sailed a deep pass, and 39 to 22 is your final. So, what can we take away from this? Well, we can take a couple things away. We can take away we can take away that Stetson had an off day, that Lab McConkey had an off day. We just mentioned both of those. I think they were just trying too hard. They they knew this is a team that they should beat handily and they were trying to um, I think they were trying to showcase maybe things they don't normally try to showcase, work on some other things, and it, they just weren't panning out. Kent State was actually able to stop a lot of those. Like I said, you get Milton and Brock Bowers, who have fantastic days. The McIntosh injury, I think you're going to be okay there, even if he misses a game or so. And this defense, 
you still may not know a lot of them by name, but this defense is scary, fascinatingly scary. It uh, is uh, pretty crazy, pretty crazy how good they actually are. But you get the victory. You're still ranked number one. You, you still are the best team in the country. This was your stumble. At least your stumble was this, where a lot of other people's stumbles have been um, quite the opposite and a lot of times has resulted in losses. Uh, yours was a uh, semi-comfortable win. And it puts you in a position to where you can... Um, you're still comfortable. Alabama is right behind you. I would say Ohio State is making a pretty good statement there. Those are the top three teams. We know that. And at least you stumbled, but you did it at home where you had the support of the crowd. If this would have been at Kent State, maybe this would have been a little, a little different. I, I don't know that it would have had a different result, but Kent State came in knowing that they could make a statement. And they did. And the statement they made was that they can almost scare UGA into beating themselves, but the Bulldogs were able to hang on. Now, that means that UGA will get a pretty fun matchup coming up against the Missouri Tigers. 7.30 this Saturday on the SEC Network. That's going to be fun. That is a SEC, are they in the West or are they in the East? I think Missouri is in the East. I'm not sure, but it's an SEC matchup, and we will talk more on that when we come back from a break where we will hear from our friends at betonline.net. Hi, this is Jeremy the Impact York from Strong Style, Board Check, and That Sports Show. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your pro and college football betting needs and sports info this season. Find all the latest football league developments, game matchups, news, including this year's opening games. BetOnline is also your continued source for all your sports wagering information, including live betting, esports, and scores. BetOnline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite sports and events including MLB, MMA, boxing, and golf. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and actions. BetOnline, where the game starts. And we're back here on Hunker Down. Make sure to go visit our friends at BetOnline.net where they do the articles, they do the podcasts, they do the betting lines, they explain and break down all the stuff. They do so much of the work for you. That way you can just have fun and maybe make a few ducats for, um, for your weekend. So we talked about the close matchup with Kent State where you win 39-22. to It was a little sloppy at times. You had the big days here and there, as I said. Uh, Stetson and Ladd had off days. McIntosh gets hurt. But Milton and, and Brock Bowers, arguably two of the best in the country, uh, just uh, have some fantastic days. So that brings in your matchup. 7.30 on the SEC Network on Saturday. UGA goes into Missouri to take on the Tigers. 
the four and O Bulldogs, the two and two Missouri Tigers. Um, UGA is favored by 30. I don't, I would take the under in that as far as betting lines there. I think they, they may win by 20. They may win by 15 or 20. I, I think that's probably the threshold. I think 30 is a lot. Missouri is has got a lot more going for them than that. Um, points per game, Missouri's scoring 28 points a game. That's not bad. Uh, it's not great when UGA is scoring 42.3, but 28 points a game is not bad. That's four touchdowns. I don't know if they're going to get four touchdowns against UGA, but that's something to look at. Um, they're also allowing 24 and a half. That's kind of and uh, that's just something Missouri's going to have to clean up. By the way, UGA is allowing eight points a game. Just saying. Um, Missouri is is a a pretty balanced team. They have 200 yards passing and 185 rushing. They have uh, given up almost 300. Most of it in the air. That is probably something UGA can exploit. Uh, but, you know, their losses were to Kansas State and Auburn this year. You know, Kansas State and Auburn, they're, they're, they're pretty good teams. They're pretty good teams. So I can kind of give them a little bit of a pass there. Now, let me just go ahead and say, I, I got UGA winning this game. I don't think it's in doubt. But I do think, like Kent State, Missouri is going to put some points on the board and, and make it look pretty close there for a minute. Uh, they have Nathaniel Pete, who is their big running back, 47 carries, 225 yards, and a touchdown. They've got the receiver, Lovett, with 21 reception, uh, receptions on the year, 376 yards, and two touchdowns. And this offense is led by Brady Cook. The quarterback at the helm, 69 for 109. It's not bad. 805 yards, four touchdowns. He has thrown four interceptions, something UGA doesn't have a lot of this year or a lot of sacks, but I feel like they could get uh, maybe one, a couple sacks and maybe an interception this week. This is going to be a fun game, guys. It's, it's Bulldog fans, you're going to enjoy this game. Because you're going to get to, uh, I think Stetson's going to settle back in a little bit. We're going to see Milton continue to, I mean, he's got 208 yards already and three touchdowns. We're going to see him a lot more. I think he's going to have another big day. And I think Brock Bowers is just going to continue to show everybody why he's the best tight end in the league or in, in the nation. And he's also not draft eligible for another year. So you're going to get him this year and next year at least. He's got 15 receptions, 276 yards, and two touchdowns. He's also done a couple jet sweeps as a tight end. That is just crazy. That's just crazy. But as I said, this should be a fun matchup. We're going to get to see the defense. I think we're going to get to see the defense do some fun things. You're going to see them swarming around. They're going to try to, I think they're going to try to pressure Cook a little early and maybe uh, force the Tigers to force the Tigers to have to throw the ball a lot more, and that's where the linebackers and defensive backs for UGA are going to 
be able to feast. You know, they're going to be able to feast. Because right now, your SAC leaders for UGA are Jamon Dumas Johnson, who has two. Nolan Smith has one, and Michael Williams has one as well. As far as the interceptions, like I said, they don't have much, but they, they haven't needed to do that. Interception-wise, you have Malachi Starks and Christopher Smith, who both have two. I think they could have one apiece again today. Dan Jackson has one, and Tresman Marshall, the linebacker, has one as well. You know, I don't, I don't have a problem with those being lower numbers because even – Tackle-wise, uh, Smell Johnson, uh, Smell Mondon Jr. with 17 tackles. Malachi Starks with 17 tackles. Uh, Dumas Johnson's up there with 16. For the most part, they're they're doing more of a contain. They're not having to be super aggressive. They're they're not going to be. I don't think they're going to be that aggressive this week either. But I would look for some fun defensive stops. I think we're going to see a couple more sacks, a couple interceptions as I say, and I think you're going to easily cruise to a fun victory over the Missouri Tigers. Once again, number one UGA at the Missouri Tigers, 730 on Saturday, SEC Network. If you can't get SEC Network, find a friend that can. Find your favorite uh, local eating establishment. I'm sure they will be featuring it as well. Don't Didn't have a guest this week. We are lining up a couple guests for the episodes coming up and I think you guys are going to enjoy it. But until then, this has been hunkered down. I am Jeremy, the impact York. We will see you guys next week. Go dogs.